Hello, welcome to this edition of Engage Podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Jamie. And this time we are doing the SCOS 10th Anniversary Tusker Awards with Clive. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, you, you know it's going to... I don't know if it's starting or not. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been five years in the making. Yeah. There you go. It's taken a while. Why have I got so brief to start talking? Like, yeah, no, so, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> oh, thank you very much. It's unusual. I'm just running on 20 minutes. Um, yeah, we, we, five years ago, we did a um, rather lengthy podcast just because we could. And one of the things over the years people have always asked me, in the 10 years that it will be on December the 8th that I've been doing this, flipping um, was, are you ever going to do a podcast again? No is the answer. <laughs> as, as a pure podcast, no, never again. Um, however, um, you guys have kindly let me and one other person join us tonight to um, to do the Toscas once again. And the other person that I've been, what we've got on tonight is, is Tiff, who's back after five years. Hello. Hello. Yeah, they can't see you waving. It's podcast. Uh, yeah, I've just realised that I'm waving, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I do that all the time when, when explaining things. And someone says to me, you do realise, Joe, that nobody can see you. So why are you gesturing with your hands like that? I don't know. <laughs> uh. No, it has. It's been a, it's been a long time. And, um, yeah, we, we, we may have overrun slightly on the first one, but... Um, we yeah, my fun. kids all went through like three birthdays during the time we had that. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of curiosity, how roughly long was that episode, that first time you did it? Si knows it in minutes, seconds, I think. I think you said it was about three hours, didn't you? Two and a half, something like that. Hour 21. Oh, right, well, it was well over. An hour 21. An hour 21, that's fine. That's, that's all right. right. All right. Have, have you listened to it? <laughs> No, no. hour 21 is about a little fair episodes. Can I remind you how many categories? 25. Yes, okay. 25 that well, just go on forever. With, so with, with a minor tantrum in the middle. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's probably what, that's probably the most famous bit now. of the whole thing. I need to listen to that thing. episode now. Yeah. yeah, the most famous bit of it is that uh, all the categories have got all the way through it. Every category I was like, it's got to be this one, it's got to be this one. And I got to a point and it just broke me. And I went up and filmed around the house for five minutes during the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was most amusing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You guys thought it was brilliant. I was really infuriated. Well, yeah. um, but yeah, the great thing is that, that size put a lot of work. Yes, yes. I listened to that. I actually listened to that. Worked out all the winners and then kind of went, what you know let's do it again and i went yes but no it's a bit like that just went on forever like you just sit there going does this thing ever end like i'm still <laughs> sitting here it just doesn't end there's a category there's another one there's another one it's like, <laughs> my god like like you never hear the words there's too much star trek here there it was there it <laughs> is yeah we're sorry about so, that we just yeah yeah okay mate. Yeah, so I sat there and went, let's try and do this again and let's try and broaden this out a bit. There's like there's a whole world out there. I think I literally said that to you. There's a whole world out there. So why don't we do a, an internet poll and actually bring a thing so that we don't have a repeat of 
tantrum gate or whatever we're calling it uh, so that Clive's not Billy No Mate so that there are actually other people it's just my opinion because nobody seems to on the last one <laughs> it just made me laugh that every single one that you voted for none of your your categories came out it was like no oh. every it's single one. one every I think it was one I think there's one right at the end where it actually came up with the thing that I actually voted for, and it was one that I really didn't care about either. Oh, I know. God. It was just like that. I'll um, definitely want to listen to this episode now, then. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it is still out there. It still exists. Um, don't listen to <laughs> it if you're driving. It'll put you to sleep. Um, it's, yeah, it's an experience, I think, that one. It's it's the reason I don't do I don't make podcasts where I leave it to the professionals and leave it to you guys to do it. That's why I come on your podcast and wreck it rather than doing my own. Um, but yeah, no, it's some, yeah, size put, honestly, size put a lot of work into this and he's done a lot of put into this. He kept it to stream it down to 10 categories and then there's been numerous conversations till God knows what hour in the morning beside where we've cut categories down, we've cut down things gone. Oh, Simon, Simon's dropped out of the conversation. It is, it is. Uh, usual. This has yeah, to happen every time I'm on. That's every happened before. On. Don't worry, Tiffany. It's a regular thing now. Yeah. This is the All third right, time. So, so I've just had enough and so now just dropped, I don't yeah. know what it is. <laughs> but um, yeah, we, every time we we put it down to ten categories, um, we spent hours just talking about putting of of what we can narrow it down to. So you know what, some of the choices probably weren't what everybody would expect or everybody yeah. would want, but we we kind of got it down to four that we agreed that would be good choices. And so. You, and you've encompassed. Uh, I think what was really great about what you guys have done as well is you've you've got choices for you've encompassed everything in Star Trek. So all the series, even the movies. I think that's and I think that's fantastic doing that. Yeah, to put sixty years worth of Trek into ten categories and make sure we cover everything at least one. Every series gets some, at least a mention somewhere. It's quite difficult because there are very very obvious choices that you could make. And I think some of them we tried to not make the obvious choices that maybe we did last time when we kind of broke yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, like last time we had that um, sort of best category, best best episodes, and uh, it was pretty obvious which ones were going to come up. I think there was like a yeah, yeah, and we picked. I think this time we picked. We tried to do categories that aren't obvious. Yeah, that aren't really obvious categories. So there's a bit more variety in them. They're a bit unusual. But yeah. And you know what? It was a bit, you know what? It was, it was good fun. And size is my restraint on Star Trek projects because every time that I kind of have a conversation, <laughs> I'm like, oh, we've got to do, mate, some point we've got to do this. And he's like, no, we'll do this first, Clive, and then we'll start that. And I'm like, no, but we could do this at the same time. We could, we could roll it into that. And he's like, no, we'll do this one first, and then we'll start that one once we finish this. I'm like, no, we can do it. We can do it. No. <laughs> So every time we have this call, we have a call. This is pretty much the conversation now. So this is project one of probably several that we've kind of that I've got this, in the head. This, to kind of this do. was project one of four that Clive's posed to yeah. me that are projects for the next. I think I've got that written down 2025. So the next three years then. Yeah, basically. But it's like an annual project. So you'll probably see the results of it in like December next year. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I don't know what it is What's I that? have no luck with Clive on at the moment I don't know what it is my computer's not happy so yeah, I, we, I, I, I thought it was best to leave the intro back to Clive again so yeah that, that's why that happened I don't know 
But yeah, it's quite interesting. I think there are a few bits, and you're, you both have seen the results, where I've put, there are two particular questions where I think you do have to have a pinch of salt, because they are two categories where you either know or you don't know. And if you don't know, you literally just throw a dart. Yeah. So I think there's a certain certain degree of pinching of salt, but we'll mention that when we get to those two because it's interesting results, but I think it also questions it. But we'll get there okay. when we get there because it's an in, they're interesting choices. They're kind of what we made, but whatever. But I think 17 votes, including the four of us, I think we got a wide variety of different voices in there because there are an awful lot of people that I know and we know. Uh, And actually, I think pretty much everyone from our 200 voted, which is incredible. Um, I think further ado, I think we should probably get on with it because otherwise we'll be here forever. Sounds Uh, good. Awesome. I've I've got my anger management. Um, consultant on the phone already, so she's she's ready to go. <laughs> You're wearing slippers. Don't want to stop those feet too hard. <laughs> and Samaritan's on the other line, just in case. <laughs> so we've got a good palette. Right. Well, I think it's only right. fair with Clive doesn't know. Literally, Clive does not know. He doesn't want to know until the end. So why don't we bookmark it nicely? Why don't you, Tiff? Why don't you start us off? Right. Oh, okay. Right. Throw you in at the deep end. Yes, I know. I've just noticed that. Like, ah, what the fuck? I just wing it. When I meant wing it, I didn't realise we were proper winging it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's, that's how we go. Right. So, shall we start off with the first category then? Yes. Right. Okay. Well, the first category, and I think there's probably going to be a little bit of discussion about this one, is the best one episode character. And obviously, the nominations are from Captive Pursuit, Deep Space Nine is Tosk. From the animated series, um, the slaver weapon, Kazinti. I probably said that massively wrongly. From Counterpoint. Oh, okay. Uh, From Voyager, uh, Counterpoint, the episode was Kashyyyk. And the Enterprise episode detained Colonel Gratt. Please say it's Tosk. And then I'll be on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so who's reading out the results? You, you keep going. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, it's proper Oscar, so, you know, it, you know. I've just lost my arrow. Hang on. I've lost my cursor. Ah, it's come back again. Right, there we go. <laughs> it's not. Hang on. Right, there we go. Right, cursor. Okay, right. And the winner is, oh, yes. Had to be, really. With 52.9%. Actually, no, I'm going to do this in reverse order. Zinti, <laughs> the slaver weapon, came in last. And on um, from Counterpoint, Voyager, Kashyyyk, Colonel Gratt, detained, came in at 23.5%. Oh, I should have said um, Counterpoint was 17.6, I think. But the winner, and it had to be, was Tosk from Captain Pursuit, Deep Space Nine. Right, we can just end it there. I'm, I'm happy. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it had to be really, didn't it? It really had to be. Yeah. The universe um, is restored. 
<laughs> one person voted for Kazinti. Yeah, what, 5.9%, yeah. Yeah. There were three votes for K- Kashyyyk. Yeah. Um, and then four, which included me, 23.5%. And then nine people was, which was all three of you, including yeah. three of you. Yeah. I would have uh, thought Kashyyyk would have come higher. Uh, yeah, I, I would have thought that, to be honest. I know it's only a vote, but I would have thought that would have been that yeah. hot. Yeah, I mean, Tosk is the outright winner, uh, as far as I'm concerned. But I'm surprised Kashyyyk didn't come in second, because he was such a detestable character. But you I, kind of understood. It, it was He was he was conflicting. You, do you think you, people you, voted yeah. for Dean Stockwell because it's Dean Stockwell? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's yeah. the whole reason why you wanted you're an advocate to put him on here. Yeah, oh, yeah they didn't vote for him either. So. But yeah, yeah, I, I think that was one of the reasons I did as well. So because I, I always, I mean, for me, Tosk as a character's never like best episode characters. Obviously, there's others I find far more memorable, but he was never one that really stood out to me as much. But you know, a lot of a lot of fans love Captain Pursuit and they love Tosk, so. Fair enough. It's... You didn't get the yeah. memo. It's the name of the world. You kind of got to vote for him. It's kind of... <laughs> you, you do. You it really do. It would have if you hadn't won it, really, wouldn't it? It would have been like, oh, yeah. I'm going to rename him next time we do him. Like, five years' time. <laughs> when we, we said it's a good idea again. <laughs> I've got this great idea. Let's do this thing again that we did five years ago that was really good. Um, yeah. No, it's, it's good. I, I still think... T- you know, t- if you think about it, Tusk is still one of the most memorable, I think. Yeah. Especially in our first season of Deep Space Nine. He's still one of the most memorable characters out there. I think, you know, the amount of times he gets brought up as a character. And again, again. But yeah, I, 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 it's an, it was an outbreaker. You know, hopefully, you know, I mean. Yeah, I mean, um, to me, if, if, it hadn't been for, if it hadn't been Tusk up there, I would have gone for Kashyyyk. Um, was tempted to go with Dean Stockwell, just because it's Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell. Yeah, yeah. but... No, it, it, it had to be tossed, to be honest. Yes, yeah. that's a no-brainer. Definitely. But yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, that's the only thing that's really surprised me there is that it's the, the, the counterpoint, the guy counterpoint, because hasn't come higher, hasn't come second. That's yeah. probably the biggest surprise. Um, but it's that, I guess at the moment, because obviously Dean Stockwell, you know, it's great names that we've lost in the last you know, 12, 18 months. I yeah. suppose it's, it's kind of that that in there as well. If think about oh, yes. having a rival at the moment. Yeah, it's a lot of nostalgia with um, yeah. some of the actors and some of the characters, especially people like him. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, like Good, you people have restored my faith in the voting system. Wait to see the rest. Yeah, no, no, no. Get that bleep button ready. You'll be needing it. Oh, dear. Oh, go on. Right, okay. Okay, I'm happy with that one. That's fine. No. Yeah. People have people have got some sanity back. As I, I said before is. we got going, in some ways we're all winners and we're always we're all losers in this one. I think a certain categories me and Clive were advocates for. I think we're happy with what wins, I think. So I think that's a good start and I think there'll be other nice surprises along the way. Yeah. Um yeah. Jamie, do you wanna do the next one? Uh, yeah, of course, I can do that. Um, so the next category is worst use of CGI. 
and um, the nominees are um, Macrocosm in Macrocosm Voyager, uh, Sulaban the Cabal going under the door, uh, the shapeshifting abilities in Enterprise, the copy and paste fleet uh, in Etin Arcadia Ego Part 2 in Star Trek Picard, and Mora the Dog, the Coalescent Organism Aquiel TMG. And uh, and the results are as follows. In fourth place is Macrocosm with Voyager with two votes, 11.8%, which, which uh, you voted for, Clive. Uh, in third place, How is that right? Okay, let's 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 just fucking fair people. <laughs> Everything I said on question on, on the first one, just ignore it. If you would like to edit that out, that's great. What, what, how how are there only two of us that voted for that? How are there only two of us? Bigger fish to fry, Clive. Yeah, I'm afraid. Uh, okay, okay. Um, All right, I'll, it, calm, I'll calm down. In third place is uh, More of the Dog, Aquiel and TNG, which was three votes, uh, 17.6%, which included me. Um, the Cinnabon going under the door, that was four votes. That was 23.5%, uh, which Tiff voted for. Yes. Um, uh, and, of course, the winner with a whopping 47.1% is the Copy and Paste Fleets in Picard Season 1. Eight votes, 47.1%, which uh, included Simon voting for that. I hate how? that damn fleet. How? How, how is the dog beaten them? Oh, the dog is terrible. Able. I mean, God, yeah. <laughs> Can I how just point... How is the dog... No, 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 no. I'm making this point now. How is the dog beaten flipping thing? It's just awful. I get the copy and paste, but I absolutely get I mean, the, oh, yeah. the amount of dog that's going to be in cell phone. Oh, yeah. That was... Um, especially when you've got guys who were building it for like 20 minutes on the, you know, Hewlett Packard basic model PC. I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe the Picard one, maybe that one, because maybe it's a more recent thing, I don't know, maybe it just sticks it out like a sore thumb. It shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't yeah. have happened. You look at what they did in two and you just go, why couldn't you have done that a year earlier? Yeah. It um, hurt can I just... it's, it's so modern. So It's so recent and because of the budget and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You then go, it was almost like somebody said, right, we need this now, today. What, what, eh? Right, oh, boom, boom. We'll just copy yeah, and paste just, it, there you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly, I'll just find this one in. It's the fact it's twice over, because it's not just Variation Fleet, which everyone focuses on, but it's also the Romulan Fleet as well. So you've got two fleets where you just go, what, like, who cares? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. It was and it made it more obvious. Yeah. I thought that was just interesting that we all voted for something completely different on that one. That's what I love about that one. Um, Can I also point out that Saban uh, going under the door is actually actually came up in our 200 episode and was actually a suggestion from Neil. Oh, that's good. Uh, Good suggestion actually. Look back, it's one of those episodes. It's it's from Broken Bow, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's right it's in Broken Boat. It's, is it the it goes under the bar under the grain silo door, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it's literally right, the yeah. first two minutes of flipping episode. Can we just point um, out I found an image for all these choices as well? I yeah, I'm very impressed. Yeah, I, I noticed yeah. that. I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, he's done a lot of work on it. Yeah. It's like a lifetime's worth of work. Oh yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> I feel like we have to do another one. We have to do another one in five years purely because <laughs> I feel like I've been debted now he's done the work. <laughs> and we'll give him five years. We'll say to him, well, we'll plan this one for five years' time so we can think about 
bit more. I can plan it. But it's project number five. Sorry, project number five. Yes. <laughs> we just cycle round. <laughs> but why is the dog I've got beaten by the flipping Clive, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. I lose them all usually. At least I got tossed. You're gonna that. you're gonna get some. You're gonna get some. No, but the dog, I don't mind coming second, <laughs> but the dog beat it. The dog beat the macrocosm alien. Yeah, sorry, dog. Clive. But <laughs> But again, it, it kind of proves that you can't please every Star Trek fan. You're gonna miss something that someone will sit there and go, Well, that should have been on there. Yeah. There is an awful lot of choices that didn't even make the list. There was a there oh, is yeah. a hell of a lot of preliminary lists, preliminary lists preliminary, that yeah. exist on my computer that kind of didn't even see the light of day. Oh, the amount of stuff we cut was unbelievable. I mean, pretty much like the copy and paste plate. But it's, <laughs> um, if, if you think about it, the worst thing with it, worst thing with the copy and paste plate, is exactly what you said, was when they did season two, they went, we're going to correct the fact we did this copy and paste plate. So they made it even more obvious that they'd done a copy and paste plate by doing that whole flipping plate in season yeah. two and actually yeah. doing it. Yeah, they've well, realised how much they're they doing. They use their initiative because they use the SJO ship files and you just go, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a brainwave. Like that's, like, that's quite clever and quite a good way of saving money but bringing the audience what they want. And making SJO slightly canon, which is nice. Yes. Yeah, which was a really good way. Um, so, yeah, I'm just getting a stress ball out, buddy. <laughs> you, you got your stress ball out, have you put Have you burst your stress ball? Uh, four pounds from the works. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, right, yeah. It looked as though you were about to make it explode. Not even half an hour in, and Clive's already got his stress ball out. <laughs> With two questions in, and I've got a stress ball on the go. She's not because. a good sign, people. No. Straight to the daughters. <laughs> Should the daughters, we... Um, four pounds from the work, they're really good. Um, yeah, we better move. So, the next category on it is best guilty pleasure episode, and the choices were Phantasms from Next Gen, Learning Curve from Voyager, Threshold from Voyager, Move Along Home from Deep Space Nine. And in fourth position was Learning Curve with three votes, uh, 17.6%, uh, which includes me. Phantasms from next uh, Phantasms four votes twenty three point five percent, which included Clive. Um, this is where it gets interesting because we actually have a joint winner. The last two oh. of the joint winners, so Move Long Home and Threshold, yes. um, are winners with five votes each at twenty nine point four percent, and obviously Tiff and Jamie voted for them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's here at Threshold. Yeah. Yeah, because wow. hmm. it's it, it it is very weird how some of these numbers added up. Yeah, yeah I get it. It's really weird that. though, isn't it? We've never had a joint winner before. Although there was really one episode missing from there that I I I so wish had been on there. What was that? What was that one? Oh, Cupid. Cupid. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's something. That, oh, that was something I always came across. Clive suggests something, and I look back at the original list, and you go, "Yeah, Clive, you did that five years ago. Five years ago. I'm not. I'm not doing that again." <laughs> oh, but how can you not? Cupid is just a 
fantastic. I was, was um, so stupendously awfully wonderful. I um I was the one who I think was it me who suggested move along home as a possibility. You yeah, yeah you, we <laughs> literally had two and then Jamie came in and presented the other two and they just went straight in. Yeah, I mean, this, I thought this was one of the categories we'd actually had quite a bit of debate about. So we got um, the four and then we were like, we're sure we're happy with these four because we've ended up with two episodes of Voyager in this. Because I was debating, I think the debate was, do we want to have two episodes of Voyager in this? Oh, category? that was it, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's interesting how, how, how people don't really love Learning Curve that much. No. As, a, as a kind of, even even if it is getting the chickens to sit by, it's just still not. <laughs> Not yeah, really that well regarded. I still enjoy it, but I don't care what anyone else thinks. But again, no. it's your your own personal Star Trek. So I, I mean, oh, threshold yeah. for me, it's, I, I enjoy that as a guilty pleasure episode because they they take it so seriously, and it's like, yeah. and it's just like it's just. I mean, you can't get any more ridiculous than hitting the warp ten barrier, Tom mutating, and then him and Jane. <laughs> <laughs> it's priceless, isn't it? It, it is. It's, yeah, it's just wonderful at the end when they realise as well, and they're like, ah. my, fa- my favourite bit, my favourite bit is when Jekai is looking down and he goes, I'm not sure how I'm going to enter this into the log, and to go to yes. goes, I look forward to reading it. <laughs> and it's the fact that they take the mick out of it in Lower Decks as well. Yeah. So they have the guy on the on the medical ship in Lower Decks. Yeah. Season one. They go on the medical ship, and one of the guys in there is one of the salamanders. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, fair play. Um, yeah. I mean, it's the only episode that they kind of say is on the verge of not being canon as well, isn't it? It's the one episode yeah. that kind of sits on that. But yeah, I get, you know what? Yeah. And the worst thing is, I actually quite enjoy Move Along Home. Mm. It's taken a fair few years to get there. Move Along Home. It's not as bad as it, it's not as, anywhere no. near as bad as you remember it. But I think, I think some of the problem, with, some of the reason that it isn't as bad as you remember it is because people watch. God, sorry, but discovery mm. and some of the stuff that they've done and you kind of go, so you know what i'd rather watch that that yeah but i must admit clive i quite like um phantasms um it's always one oh, i've enjoyed really. it's it's so bizarre but i like it for that quirkiness that it's got that kind of weirdness that it's got um so i actually quite enjoy phantasms um one you love, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Too weird for like my liking. <laughs> I like, I like the fact it's a sequel to Birthright. I like the fact that it's that sequel to that dream, but the dream thing has a kind of payoff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I love the three workmen. I think it's just brilliant. It's so weird. Yeah. It's genius. Sigmund Freud is just oh, the cake is just fucking mental. Um, and just all the stuff that goes into, it. and it's directed by Patrick Stewart as well. Which is unusual. It's not one of the few episodes that he did. He directed. No, he but I love that. It's, it's the it's the first episode that I actually wrote the script out. Yeah. When I was like, actually wrote actually had it on VHS. I went and wrote the script out. But actually, it. Um, <laughs> but I know it's not that great. Now. It's bizarre. That's what it. But I'm not bothered because I don't like threshold and move along home. I absolutely agree. You know what? They're, they're, yeah. they're, so flipping ridiculous that you, you kind of end up that we're at the point now, I suppose, 25, 30 years later, where you kind of go, yeah, you gotta love them. Yeah, I was, it's, it's, it, you, you, you get to a stage with certain things where they're so bad that you actually love them. Yeah, so um, bad it's good. Yeah. yeah, you've only got to look yeah. at films like not non Star Trek, but you've only got to look at films like Sharknado, for instance, and the popularity mm. it had. 
when films are so bad that you really love it. I'm not saying Sharknado was one of those, but I'm just using that as a random excuse. I realise I'm talking rubbish again. No, no. <laughs> but, I, I watch, if you think about films that were really bad that you kind of go, actually, they're so bad, they're good. Red Sonja, which I caught on uh, Legend the other night. That, now, I know it's not in two Star Trek. My God, is that bad, but it's so bad, it's good. It's like Krull. There's another one. Yes. Oh, oh Machete. Good. Machete. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, there's so many. Anybody, yeah. anybody out there who happens to want to find a bad, a bad film that they want to find is good. Honestly, get yourself find Legend on preview. It's flipping awesome. It's just full of 80s stuff, but it's like 80s stuff that you you know is bad, but it's so good. Yeah, it's awesome. So, yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't help it, but you just yeah, you're. Yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> In fact, all four of them. Learning curve, so bad it's good. Threshold, just. So yeah, I like all of them. I like all of them. So yeah. I, have, yeah. I agree. Mm. Better than Bad Discovery. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I remember I rem- Oh, I remember when Discovery first started and everyone was like, yay! And then as the season two went on and then season three, I remember you getting more and more grumpy, Clive. <laughs> <laughs> what about? He's brilliant. I think season two's fantastic. I think it's absolutely yeah. fantastic. And the, and the best thing is Strange New Worlds happen because of that season. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, and and that is a that is just a so so good. It's the best live action trip. It is, isn't it? Um, it's not the best trip, and and I'm my my view of the best trip changes changes very often between two. Strange New Worlds is, yeah. I, think, I think they said oh, well, at least for me, Strange New Worlds is the best of the new track we've got. Yes. Yeah. Um, right. Best new live action. Yeah, yeah, because you, you really love Prodigy, don't you, Clive? And Lower Decks. I love it. Yeah, but anyway, we'll come anyway, to those. Yeah. I'm sure we'll come uh, to those later on. Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, but yeah, really good, really good choices and interesting results, I think. Oh, yeah, I respect yeah. that one. I respect that. That's, it's a good category. Thank you very much, everybody. I like that. Yeah. You, you, you've done me proud again. Makes up for the rush up the macrocosm one. <laughs> a little bit. Anyway, that's the next category of disappointment. Hmm? Uh, Do you want to read this one out, Jamie? Disappointment. Um, yeah, of course. Um, right, so uh, the next one, did you want me to read this additional information here or not? No, it's a uh, worst chat-up line. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one. Sorry. Uh, Big pardon. Right, so the next one is worst chat-up line, a.k.a. the Riker Trophy. Um, and the categories are... Um, hang on. Oh, for God's sake, my laptop has decided it wants to be a pain all right uh so the first one is um and this is just uh so we've got um picard it's how old are you star trek insurrection um reed from enterprise in e2 this seat's available oh and my computer's now decided that it wants to get out of that okay right that's fine um so my my document that i've got is now just decided to shut down so i can't access it right okay oh no hang on hang on what it's been doing Okay, sorry. Um, what's a knockout like you doing in a computer-generated gin joint like this, which Riker says in 11001001 in TNG? And the other one is the holographic clear in Booby Trap. I'm with you every day, Geordie. Every time you look at this engine, you're looking at me. Every time you touch it, it's me. Even just saying that makes me cringe. Uh, that's from Booby Trap in TNG. Poker face there, Jamie. You know the way you yeah. Said, the way you said that. I actually kind of went, 
I should vote for that now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Actually, you had it when you had such disdain in your voice. I was thinking, oh, balls. <laughs> I think uh, the only so, thing that could have made it better is if Jamie had been looking into my eyes at the same time that he was saying that, and that would have really just set it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Without so, blinking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, in fourth place is the Star Trek Insurrection, How Old You? Well, with zero votes, zero percent. Um, this really? seat's available is Reed. That's got three votes, 17.6%, including Simon. Um, oh, it's the, just so awkward, that scene. Yeah. It's just so awkward. I saw it on a repeat on um, digital telly, and you just sit there going, oh, that poor woman, that poor woman. I think I said that every time it came up when we were trying to plan this thing. I always sat there and went, that poor woman, and drove the clothes and went, yeah. <laughs> um. Second place is the uh, Riker one, the computer-generated June joint one, which is 29.4%, which Clive, including five votes, including Clive and Tiff. And yep. the winner, with a complete and utter knockout, is the Booby Trap one, 52.9%, nine votes, which included me. You Ooh. were so passionate about this one, Jamie. You I were was. so passionate about I it. Was. I Because there's two that... It, it either was, and you okay. couldn't, weren't, quite, weren't quite sure. So I had to message him a few days later and go, <laughs> which one is it? Yeah. So it's, it's like, just, it's that one side, that one side. And it's like, I mean, right, apart, so we're doing that one. I mean, apart from Geordie just acting like a complete creep in the episode, it was just, it just made me cringe that line did. Just, oh, it's so bad. Oh, I it is. But, I mean, it's, it's called the Riker Trophy for a reason, you know. It's, it's called that for a reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a reason it's called the Riker. Exactly. <laughs> Riker wins that award. It doesn't matter. No. <laughs> it had to be, yeah, I was like, oh, Riker. I mean, it, it's just, yeah. Oh, whenever he know, but, do that, but, grin Tiff, on his the, face. Oh. The problem is, Tiff, that the way Jamie delivered that line, I wanted to vote for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough, yeah. Okay, you know what I mean? You. Yeah, I just think yeah. that I think it's the it's all in the delivery and in Booby Truck that's bad. Booby Truck's a great episode. Oh, it is. Uh, it is a great episode. I enjoy it's it. Brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant. an excellent yeah. episode. Um, it, it really yeah. is. But I got I got to turn it, the first time I ever watched Booby Truck. Um, <laughs> I don't um, I, I don't know what it is, but I pissed my mum off proper royally when it started. And mum was like, "You turn the TV on now." I, I, I never, I actually never watched Baby Trap for about five years to actually watch it. I remember which episode it was that I don't want to me to turn off because I've been naughty. And I was like, the worst thing was I was probably about like ten or eleven. I was like, I was like sick. I can turn the TV off now. And I was like, I'm really sorry, Mum, for stuff. But yeah, true stuff. Uh, but it took me years to work out which one. But it was Baby Trap. Um, but yeah, it's a great line. It's honestly a great line. I'd never thought of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I kind of, yeah, I kind of, kind of agree with it. It's a great line. The the, the Riker yeah. one is is the classic. Oh yeah, it's classic cheese. It, it's wonderful oh. cheese. But there is something, yeah, the way, especially the way that, yeah, especially the way Jamie just said that. It was like, yeah, mm, mm, yeah. I know. mean, at least, I think for the Rikers one, at least he delivers it with some sort of there's a certain charm to it, and it actually sounds kind of natural, even if it is really cheesy. But yeah. the Geordie one, it just no, no, just a little. No, I don't know. It's not John. <laughs> well, the way you did, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the way yeah. Jay, the way Jamie delivered it, I'm, I'm kind of thinking of getting a restraining order. You know, it's kind of <laughs> <one of them. laughs> it's, um, 
<laughs> it was I just love, I just love um, um, Galaxy's Child, Leah Brahm's reaction when she when she walks in and sees it. Yeah. That was brilliant. It's just like, yeah, actually, you know, she didn't overreact. I wouldn't blame her. I didn't blame Burma for acting that way. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's you know what it's a good choice. I, I I like and the fact that it was such a big a big win as well. It wasn't like one. It wasn't like a vote between two of them. It was like it was a massive step between mm. that and right as well. You yeah. kind of go okay. So you know what? Yeah, fair play. Yeah. 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 I can accept that. If it's still the right control. Yeah. yeah. The right control. <laughs> um. Next category. Yeah. Who's going to read this one out? Because it's quite a bit of a big one to try and deal with. Well, I, I, before, I, I, call, I call dibs on worst outfit the next one. So. <laughs> I'm not going to read this one because I've already read out the last one. <laughs> and I can't because I haven't got the categories. <laughs> yeah, so you just wanted. <laughs> so, best Easter egg. And this one actually gave people additional information because it's such a big topic. Uh, the choices were Kerner Hush's Collector's Guild ship from uh, Kashon, His Eyes Open from Lower Decks, R2-D2 in the Kelvin Timeline films, the Enterprise D M uh, Master Situation Display Board, Easter eggs from um, Next Gen, and what we described as Murph's Origins from Prodigy. Because because uh, Clive would not leave me alone if that didn't go on. This is it's interesting because this category is the first one we've had an animated reference to, and we've actually got two in it. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it's quite it's quite interesting that the animated series. I think we're going to go through the talks, but the animated series actually has probably more interest than anything else. I mean, we're talking per episode <laughs> than anything else, let alone per series. Every episode, I think, if, you know. Lower decks and in Prodigy, there was so much in there. They've really thought about it. They've really thought about the Especially about Fight the Barn and lower, and lower decks. It's just insane how much stuff in, there is in each episode and how much you can rewatch them and rewatch them. And I think that's the great thing about lower decks. There, is a, there are several levels you can watch a lower decks episode on. You can watch it for kind of family level kind of youth if you want to do that. You can watch it for the kind of adventure story kind of Star Trek feel. You can watch it for the characters and that but you can also watch it on this level just looking for all this stuff at the back but he's in every episode just just fantastic just fantastic so in fourth place is Murph's Origins with two votes at 11.8% because I don't think people quite get what we're getting at with that one unfortunately R2D2 yeah, no, okay. Kelvin <laughs> Kelvin Timeline Films <laughs> uh, got three votes 17.6% including me uh, the Collector's Guild ship uh, got four votes. No, you went for oh. the MSD. Did I? Yes, I got it. I believe so. Hang on, what did I go for again? I have to, I'm going to have a look now. Um, oh, God, lost me arrow again. God's sake. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, oh, I'm in the wrong one. Uh, no, you're right. Yep, you're right. Yep, I'll shut up now, shall I? <laughs> I checked before I sent it on to Jamie last night. So, do, have I definitely got our four right? Otherwise, I'm not going to live this down and forget any of them right. Right, 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 right. I can't believe I can't believe you questioned the master of data. I can't believe you just, just questioned the master of data. 
yeah. four votes, uh, 23.5% and Jamie Clive went for it. And yeah. the Master Station Display Board won with eight votes, 47.1%, including Tiff, not that she remembers. <laughs> <laughs> It's it may have been drunk while she answered these questions because I did badger her quite a bit to answer them to do it at some point. Yeah, she's probably like half of JD down when she answered them. So, yeah. It has been a while since I think she did it because it has been like like a week and a half. So yeah. I suppose it's... I suppose the MSD display is classic. Yeah. I just love it because I, I was torn between the RDD2 because I love RDD2 and I love the Master Trace labels because the amount of things I hide in that is just incredible it's wonderful what was the episode i'm having another i'm having a blank what was the episode where one of the characters um well one of the aliens is standing in front of a couple of graves it's mr and mrs vader um and it's um mcfly and he's standing in front of the graves i think that was another Cabrosa. yeah thank you yeah yeah Cabrosa. yeah because i always like that as well i always really love those little sort of like those little references as well the star wars ones because what I love about the yeah. MSD one is the hamster on the tre- on the treadmill that allegedly to be the true power source of the ship's warp engines. I just love that as a little kind of in joke. Kind of, it's poor little hamsters that are running the ship, oh, and you know the the duck, you know the mouse. There's a portion there. There's DC three in there, and there's Nomad in there. Like how cool is that? And they're just tiny little things that you wouldn't be able to see in 1987. But no, just a nice yeah. touch, wasn't it? It was a, it was a, a nice sort of sort of nod to, to the genre as a whole, I think, um, and and with all the different references as well, with all the different um, programs that were referenced throughout the entire different series. Yeah, it was just a nice sort of, I don't know, it was inclusive. I thought it was just fun. Yeah, here's a question. Here's a question for you. We talked about Easter egg. Do you think? And I've just thought about this. Do you think that we are now? Overly obsessed with having Easter egg Easter. Do you think because you know Blower Decks massively into it, Prodigy is into it? You know, you look at the, the spoiler, not Prodigy. There's a bit of a gal's background, for example. There's a screen that they display with regards to that, and on that screen is a lot of Easter egg references. You've got to really look at them to find them. Do you think that we've become obsessed with this Easter egg? Yes. One cause for it. It's all due to Marvel. And then Mm. Star Trek feels like it has to keep up with it, so it has to put in more than it thinks it needs to. They've been doing the Easter eggs for a while, though. Wasn't there a scene in, for instance, in um, the 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 remake of uh, War of the Worlds, where they had the alien writing around the inside of the people catchers? Um, that has some kind of reference to Alien. I think it was that. But I think we've been doing we've been doing those sort of Easter eggs and those sorts of linking things for so many years though as well. Yeah. People, yeah I think, people think just like it. Do you think Trek's gone got it gone up itself in some respect? We can put many we can put so much Easter, so many Easter eggs in like the collective is a, is a good example from from Lower and the fact that literally every frame of that is an Easter egg for a whole 20 minutes. Yeah, that was a fun one to try and pick a picture for because it's kind of what do you choose? We're, we'll put that across well enough that people understand what we're going for. 
Yeah. You go in there and actually there's not that many that you can choose where people actually identify in a picture that's like quite small in the, the pole. Yeah. So that was quite a tough one to try and sit there and go, hmm, do I go for that one or do I go for that one? Like, do I go for long shot or do I go for the up close picture where people go, oh yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Was this one of the categories, though, where we made quite a few cuts on this? Because I'm sure we had the Millennium Falcon in it once. Yes, because uh, that's one of my favourite things that I always go on about. So, yeah, that's definitely one that I would have suggested. Um, sure, we made a lot. We had, this was one that really we had quite a bit of a debate about, about what four we would put in at the end. Mm. There were so many we could pick. And it was interesting, I think, that, that, that a lot of the choices we looked at were all from kind of newer track. Yeah. Where these were a big thing. But if you think, think back to, to TOS, though, they yeah. had the old GNDN on the, can, on the conduits. Which is kind yeah. of an Easter egg in itself. Yeah. There's nothing. It's it's weird though because they're Easter egging their own program. So you have got Star Trek with Star Trek Easter eggs in it. Um, yeah. It's, it's like a yeah, it's this weird sort of Star Trek sort of Inception thing. Yeah, I think when they start to watch. Go on, sorry. Go on. I think, okay. I think a lot oh, of shows where Star Trek arrives are, are doing that, like using Easter eggs. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Um, this, no. it's quite, it can be quite nostalgic, really. You go, oh my god, they reference this from when that happened. So, is there too much of it? Actually, is have we got to this point where there's where we're more interested in seeing the Easter eggs than the actual episode? Because you watch an episode like Lower Decks or Prodigy, and you kind of go, oh, I loved it. You know what they reference this or they reference this, and you're thinking, actually, I'm loving it because it talks about other parts of threat, not because it what it was hmm. i think maybe 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 what would be cool is if they it's easter eggs that are referenced i mean maybe if if it's done in such a way where it actually is built into the actual current plot that they're trying to tell the current story and yeah so whatever you was watching. one recently um lower decks you know the one where they go through that um where they go to the deflect edition all that one you know where they go to the yeah. swamp oh yeah there's a dead body in there and it's a dead doppler all right, okay. Oh. So not all the Dopplers made it off the three toes intact. Oh, okay. I must one, have missed that reference. I must have one missed that. died. That's dark. Yeah, I did that. Very dark. Yeah, that was that was a great episode though, wasn't it? The Doppler one. <laughs> it's probably one of my one of my least favorite episodes of Bodak. Really? Oh. Yeah. That was yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's all right. Fair enough. <laughs> Well, to be honest with you, Clive, I wasn't really fond of half a season three of Lower Decks, really, but, so. Bite you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, but, good category. Good category. Nice, nice. hopefully yeah. a decent choice to come from, but I think the, the classic is the right one, actually, to, mm. to win it. Yeah. Is the, is the something you have to actually think about as well. You can't just sort of, yeah, you actually have to think about that one. That was, I think, that I'd spent the, long, the longest on that particular one, going back and forth and back and forth and thinking, ah. Um, so it was a really nice one to have in there actually to make people think. Well, that's why oh. I put the additional information in so that I could actually, instead of give people pictures where you're going, I don't know what they're on about, you can actually sit there and go, there you go, there's information, go and make your own choice. Yeah. Good call. Exactly, yeah. Good. Next category. Excellent. Should I read this one? You wanted to. Sorry? You wanted to. Yes. 
<laughs> just easy, easy, easy. Whoa, oh, rain it in, mate. Rain it in. Jesus. Whoa. Okay. Friction. We're four ca- four categories in. <laughs> Kill each other. Okay, that's great. Yeah, that's it. Please. <laughs> okay, right. Well, this is this. Well, to be fair, this one. Yeah, I know we've had this one before. This is this is an oldie but a goodie. This category. It's the worst outfit. And the options are, start at the bottom to start with, um, Dr. McCoy's civilian clothing in Star Trek The Motion Picture, Jake Sisko's shirt in Explorers, Deep Space Nine, Janeway, the World War II cafe owner, The Killing Game Part One in Voyager, and Riker, Angel One, Next Generation. Now, there's a joint last place on this one, and that is Dr. McCoy and Jake Sisko. Neither got what? any votes at all. What's what I know? Wow. Jake Sisko's shirt in Explorers. What was wrong with that? Wow. Talk to Clive. What's wrong with his shirt? I mean, I mean, I put it as I put it as an option, but like that maybe should have put um, check off from Star Trek Three in there. Look back now. But here we we had that last yeah. time. We did that I last know, time. I know, you wouldn't let me put you wouldn't let me put it in. You wouldn't let me put it in. Neither of those two got any votes at all. Um, the in well, I suppose in in second place uh, is uh, Janeway, the Killing Game. Now she got three votes, um, including Simon. Yeah, because I won the proposed it. Yeah. And the <laughs> runaway winner, the, the run, the runaway winner, is always going to be God, yeah. in Angel One. Yeah, and. I voted for that, Jamie did, and so did Clive. It's yep. got 18 <laughs> votes. It's, it's, it's just... It's 82.4%, yeah. 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 Is, that the biggest, is that the biggest category win? Is that the, the highest margin out of anything? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Stop it is, that. actually. And you were saying... Yep. Oh, My chart yeah. looks actually like Pac-Man. It's so big. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, Honestly, yeah. There's nothing else. There's no. nothing else that comes close. Whether it's, it's a shocker. Stuff. It's a shocker. It's it awful. really is. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I'm surprised. It doesn't suit him at all. But, but no. Clive, why was Jake oh. Sisko's shirt from Explorers up there? <laughs> oh, because some of the stuff that they put him in. I think that was when we picked out the range of Jake Sisko outfits. What shirt was he wearing in that one? The one that's in, in the picture, Jamie. It's the purple number. Oh, that one. Uh, yeah, not great, but yeah, fair enough. Some horrendous ones. Say, they yeah. put, I mean, Sir Lofton, yeah. I don't know how he bore some of the stuff that he wore in the first two or three seasons. Yeah. They're pretty horrific. Um, but Angel One, it just... Oh, God, yeah. And it's not yeah. even that great an episode. Either. <laughs> no. Well, I, I always yeah. quite liked Explorers, actually. I always quite liked that one. Despite Jake Sisko's awful choice of shirts, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And Sisko's very, very fake beard. Mm. Oh, Which, God, yes. And then he grows one, and you're like, it's blatantly obvious in Explorers. <laughs> they just stuck him one on. <laughs> <laughs> they made him like an evil So to contrast, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. No, um, uh, do me proud, voters. Absolutely do me proud. Yeah, it has to be. There was no be. way it couldn't be any help. No. Sorry, sorry. I remember when, like, when, when I first saw the categories and that one came up, I was like, yes! Quit. 
<laughs> I, I'm surprised that Janeway, because I was I was vehemently against putting the Janeway one in there. <laughs> so I'm quite surprised it even got three votes yeah. over the other two that didn't get any. It is just a very weird thing to put her in. And I think, to be fair, when we were doing it, I think the Dr. McCoy and Jake were a bit of a throwaway ones just to have something up there. Hmm. And so it was Riker and Jane were the real two that we were passionate about. So I was kind of happy that they've done well. And it was a bit like, well, never mind. They didn't get any votes. Never mind. No one cares. No one really, like, neither, neither of us really had any better suggestions so I think it's really lost and I wanted to put I wanted to put Jack off from Star Trek 3 and you were you were you vetoed me massively on that one you were like you're not can I just point out you've won because Drake has won (laughs) I know but (laughs) you're you're not even happy when you win I know but (laughs) <laughs> you, this was this was we, we honestly this was a category that we had massive we had loads of discussions about because I really wanted to check on I really wanted the Playboy Playboy outfit but he's like you can't have it then had it the first time put Riker in this kind of point you, know, you can't have it yeah stuff. yeah again I'll put it back to you three of the choices are yours and one's mine okay. <laughs> I'm saying nothing so so. It works both ways here, mister. Yeah, but two of my three didn't get any votes anyway. So it doesn't make any difference. Two of the three that I picked didn't get anything. So I wish I'd put Chekhov in now, and you'll remember that. But, and in five years' time, the, when we do this again, I'll put Chekhov in. But the one that you did put through got twenty, uh, got 80% of the votes. I know, but... <laughs> Tiff, can you help me here? My point being, if we didn't put Jacob in, I bet you'd get a different set of voting. And with that on that you note, let me have it. on that note, we shall move on to the next category. Sorry, Dad. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just I won't ask. I won't ask how far it is to go yet. I won't ask any more. I'm sorry. I Good. think I might have to deal this one because this is the yeah. first one where there's a pinch of salt and it's complicated because we're doing best Star Trek game and this is complicated because this is one of the issues where I think people it's either one of those categories where you either know or you don't know and Rick from Starbase 66 put it to me perfectly when he said my pleasure I kind of had to throw a dart at Eagle Mossum video game question as I have no direct experience of either but it was fun so you know, that's kind of what happened. And I think my mum's also in that barrel where it's like, I don't know, I'm just going to choose um, um that one. So we had that. But as I know, Clive's an adamant um, attack wing player. It, I know, I know, I still need to play it. I know, for even tell me. Uh, and a flux player is a nice mix of board games and video games. So the choices were... Uh, Star Trek Flux series, Star Trek Bridge Commander, Star Trek Attack Wing, Star Trek Elite Force. Now, this gets really interesting. Really interesting. You think some of the other ones are? You haven't heard this one yet. So, Flux, Attack Wing, and Elite Force all got four votes with 23.5%. 
um, with Clive and Tiff going for attack wing, Jamie going for elite force, and just sniffing it, just by Nat's whisper, with five votes, Bridge Commander got it with 29.4%, including me, because, well, that's the only thing I ever talk about. But again, with a pinch of salt, he could argue it's all even Stevens. Very even. Yeah, I mean, I think, because, I mean, I've, I've played a bit of Bridge Commander, but not all of it. I think if I... Because I was really enjoying it. I think if I finished it, I, I probably would have gone for that one, probably. So, yeah, I, I, it's nice to say that there's love for both formats. Yeah. I mean, I went for the Attack Wing one. I mean, I, I don't play the computer games. Um, and I've seen the Attack Wing chips um, and some of the strategies and stuff over the years. Um, so I went with that one because I just always really like the look of it. Whereas to me, I, I don't I really, yeah. With it. Yeah, but, I oh, with it. cube's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got this little, little ball cube. It was adorable. I know. I love a ball cube. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, and there's two, and for any of you who are that was two, come back, sure. Um, so, yeah, it's an interesting category, that. The fact that it is so, almost so evenly split. I like the fact you've got the virtual and the non-virtual as well. Um, yeah. and they're it was something I was adamant to put on there because it's like you see all the time where it's like all computer games or all board games. And I thought, you know what, let's just throw it all in there because it's like I love Ridge Commander. There's a huge support out there for Elite Force still, but equally there's a huge support fan for Attack Wing. And Flux, they're all really big games in their own field, so why not put them all together? And it's lovely to see that all the supporters came out there in an equal fashion. I'm surprised Flux got as many votes as it did, if I'm, if I'm honest. I'm, I didn't think, I'm, I'm, I don't think I voted for Flux, I voted for Tap. But um, that's for the casual players, so oh, it's, it's nice. That... You've got the card version game there, you've got your strategy board game, two very different computer games. It'd be interesting to say if, we, if we'd have done that catch five years ago, how different I think it would have been. I think you'd have had a lot more people who were into the video game stuff than you would have the board game stuff. I think you wouldn't have had as even as even the spread if you could have done that five years ago. And I think we even had discussion about having SEO in there, Star Trek Online. Yeah. But the odd thing is, we both sat there and went, actually, it's not that. It's probably more niche than people want to admit. Hmm. Because I think I've had discussion with with you, Clive, and I think I've had it with Jamie as well. Right, you play it for a bit, and then you kind of go, "Well, this is a bit boring now," and then you move on to something else. I completely agree. I think I think that's probably the one with the least replayability in it, because it's very. Once you've done one action, you've done one thing in it. Very simple. Space battle, the ground based stuff. Very simple. There's not a lot of variety in it. Whereas I think with blocks, you get that variety, and every game is different. With attack, every game is different. It's a very different immersive experience. It was one of the first ones to do that. Uh, and Elite Force, again, is completely different. That, there's four very, very different pieces. You're right. I think we've covered, you can tell from the kind of voting that we've got quite a, there's quite a broad base of, of players in there doing these play pretty much everything. It's interesting. It's very interesting. I, I do want to point out, I do actually still play SEO. So there is support here, but it's just not enough to put it on there. Go, Bridge Commander. 
I've still got to finish playing it. I've got it because you obviously you know, got me to get it. Yeah. Right. Should we um, move on to the next category? Mm. Mm. Oh. Absolutely. Do you want me to do this one? Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, so the next category is Silliest Prop. And the nominees are the musical instrument from Will Always Have Paris, TNG, the Bajoran tablet MacGuffin, the star uh, gazer from Picard, Garnon's rifle, Night Terrors, TNG, and Lazarus's ship um, in all the alternative factor TOS. And in last place, we have one vote, um, is the uh, Bajoran tablet, uh, 5.9%. Um, in third place is Lazarus's ship alter, uh, alternative factor TOS four votes 23.5% which Kai voted for. Uh, in second place we have Garnon's rifle in Night Terrors. Um, it was also seen in the Buck Rogers episode The Hands of Gaul. Is that right, Si? Yeah. Yeah. Four votes. It's, this is what's written here. Uh, Twenty-three point five percent, which it, me and Sam both voted for. And of course, in first place. With a whopping 47.1%, uh, eight votes is the musical instrument from We'll Always Have Paris, which Tiff voted for. Yeah, she's very happy. <laughs> she's very happy about that. Yes. <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. I don't, I wouldn't have put I don't that even remember that musical instrument. No, either, neither would I. It was just I was watching a YouTube video and it appeared in there and I went, you know what, that fits, that fits the bill. And I suggested it's Clive, and it went straight up, and it never went. And it was just be like, you know what? What the hell is that thing? Yeah, you just sit there and go. It just looks rude. <laughs> oh God, I remember that. Interesting. Just so that is, I'd, I'd never, I'd never thought I was going to win it. No, no, I, I thought it would have been said. Uh, that god awful rifle that oh. awful rifle that i've hated for years i i don't like it I've, i I actually rewatched <laughs> night terrors recently i said i love that episode and i got that similar rifle. i was like oh good god it's like no <laughs> yeah it's awful it's awful <laughs> um i'm surprised the tablet didn't get more votes because of how much of a kickoff there was about it being there and it being this easter egg i suppose and then never getting it <laughs> Just never getting you. Um, <laughs> it felt like there was no payoff. Something that that you really have never put in. Should never put it together. It was nice, but it was probably too nice to put in. It wasn't the right. Yeah. It's probably mm. a, an instance of Easter egg going wrong. But yeah, wow, musical instrument. I'm shocked. Yeah, I'm really shocked. Well done, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh it's just awful the moment i saw that picture i was like oh god yes that was just i remember just it vividly i saw it on a youtube video and you just go what the hell is that what the hell is that if i hadn't seen that i probably would have put something else forward but i saw that and it's just stuck in my mind it was just be like that's got to go up clive that has seriously got to go up yeah yeah i, I sent it to him and he just went what like really like was that legal? Like, that was the one we put in there. It never, I say it never came out, did it? It never was even suggested that we take it out. It was always going to be in this category. That was always going to be in yeah. there. Um, in Lazarus's ship, go and rest Eagle Moss. Never got made as a model. <laughs> I can imagine the backlash that would have been if that was the one of the bonuses. If they have never done that, we just been horrendous. <laughs> well, we got um, 
as Jamie always reminds me, we've got Captain Proton's spaceship and we've got um, Captain Archer's toy starship for some reason. But we never got Lazarus. How does that work? Anyway, you tell me. I think we're going to do all the original series shit. We never actually did that one. Bizarre. Oh, there you go. Egon more on Egon Moss later. Egan, yeah, more on Egan Moss. <laughs> Still <to come. laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, no, crack it. Good. Uh, fair enough. I'm, uh, you know, that's that's an interesting one. I would never have given it that one. But yeah, yeah, crack it. Good yeah. choice.
God. God dear. I'm just worried that thing's going to pop in a minute. Was <laughs> it hasn't already? Funny story. <laughs> this is the second one. <laughs> anyway, yeah, folks, okay. if you're still with us after all that. <laughs> uh, Don't worry, I suspect this may be brought up in the year end show at some point. <laughs> you may hear this again. <laughs> anyway, uh, this angle, it truly looks very disturbing. Next category. Should we do this next category before I have a power flipping breakdown? Yeah. Next category. Go on, Jeremy. Okay, okay. This category is Best Newcomer. Um, and uh, the uh, nominees are uh, Gwyn. Is that right? He's saying the name. Um, can I just point out the glaring problem with what, what went wrong? What? I tried to tweak it. And we end up with two Gwens. So I'd read out the what appears to you as orange. So I'd, I'd, I'd oh, take okay. out, don't ignore the purple one, okay. and just read the top four. Ella Pennell as in um, Prodigy. Um, Tony Newson as Berit Mackiner, uh, Beckett Mariner. <laughs> Mariner in Lower Decks. Uh, Doug Jones as Saru in Discovery and Jess Bush as Nurse Chapel in Strange New Worlds. And in last place, with two votes of 11.8%, was uh, Ellie Pennell as Gwyn in Prodigy. Um, in third place, uh, with four votes, was uh, Tawny Newson as Mariner, a 23.5%, which was voted by Simon and Clive. Second place was Doug Jones with four votes of 23.5%. And the winner was Jess Bush's Nurse Chapel in Strange New World. Seven votes, 41.2%, which me and Tiff both voted for. So there you go. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, no, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> she is awesome. Honestly, she's awesome. It's interesting. That, that's a full, I mean, you know, three out of four. Um, female as well which is interesting um mm. but honestly i think i think this new generation track has got probably more has got and they're all they're all from new it's a bit of a new track but it's new but yeah they're the, the, the such a strength of the female characters in kurtzman era track is, is phenomenal oh yeah and that's definitely. a very big push um but yeah i know i'm, I'm, I'm jess bush um their track is brilliant yeah. i think her, her characterization of it is, is superb um, Agreed. She's, yeah, she's fantastic. She's really, really, mm. yeah. absolutely brilliant. Me too. I, I think any, honestly, any of those, any of those four, I think are, are, are worthy winners. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of boo boo because I realised quite, quite early on when it went live that I actually had a category and didn't mention the actress's name, so I actually had to go back in there and tweak it. And what I didn't realise until I actually got the results is that universally it created five categories. So the poor people will go on and it would say, Gwen this one and then Gwen that one. And I'm going, that's not what I wanted. I wanted four. So I simply just combined it because it made it the blindest bit of difference because one at one is still two and it, two doesn't beat seven. But yeah, I kind of boo-booed with that one, but yeah, it is what it is. This is my yeah. first time using it. Yeah, we'll discuss it later. Um, if 
you'd like what to my... compile your notes, we'll get we'll get what to are... take it for you. What uh, are the re- review board? Yeah. Yes. Next time Form- around. Formal meeting. How could you uh, make that good. mistake, Sai? <laughs> shame on you. You'll receive your invite soon. Shame, shame. Uh, come and discuss it. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll formally annotate the meeting. It's uh, uh, it's just a very strong category. It is. It's, it, it is. I think any of those four. Yeah, any I think, are really good. Yeah, I think you know if if um for me out of those four, I think if if um said Nurse Chapel not been over, I probably would have gone for Doug Jones as um yeah. Saru. I've always loved Saru in Discovery. Great character. I would have done as well. Um, I'm, I was slightly put off by the downward curve that Discovery took, but his character was always, he, he always did a phenomenal job, mm. even if the, the plot was somewhat lacking. Um, <laughs> but he was brilliant. He really was. Yeah, I think you're right, Tiff. I think, I think Discovery's, he's a great character, has been a great character since day one, but yeah. I think the series damaged that yeah. character. So I think yeah. if we'd have done this on the base seasons two, yes, Discovery, I think I would have put Saru up there. Saru, I think, would have been, would have been top choice. He would have been, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, if you, yeah, been, if you had done it before, the same four. yeah, yeah, I think I'd put the same four, and we, and, and Discovery had only done two seasons versus everything else at the same time. At that time, I think Saru would have been, would have been up there. I think we all wish Discovery had only done two seasons, so <laughs> it's now on its fifth or soon to be. <laughs> It'll be, you know what? Well, they said Discovery's just going to keep going. Up. It's going to be the long. It's going to be the the spine of the whole freaking franchise, and it's going to do. Don't, 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 because I'll start yeah. right there. No, no. Anyway, it um... just. <laughs> Sorry. I will get upset. We'll get upset. <laughs> Should we move to the next category? Yeah, probably a good. Yeah, I'm just thing for such me a to roller coaster, such a roller coaster of emotions I'm going through at the moment. It, it's, I've been up, I've been down, I've, I've been all over the place. I did say, I did say, Clive, you know, you win some and you lose some in this one. I know. Uh, yeah. uh, second pinch of salt category. So we're talking about Egan Must Call It Awards. So one where people will either know or don't know. And the choices were the Bajoran Solar Sailor, which was issue 18, the Viserys, issue 146, the Captain Janeway Bust. And the Malon export vessel, issue 45, known as the poop ship. Just got to put that out there because that's what it's coquely known as. Please, 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 please. Now, now, a little bit of background, I think, in here. Um, this category has been, an item in this category has been discussed before in the podcast between myself and Simon. And has has been a, uh, has been used within your year event show previously as a as a blooper outtake um where i think it's just five minutes of me crying <laughs> over a certain item um i pray i pray it wins i honestly now pray this this one this one wins <laughs> should we should we all say it go and get go and get the squishy go and get the stress ball go and get the stress ball yeah uh in Fourth position is the poop ship, the Malon export, uh, export oh. vessel. Issue 45, three oh. votes, uh, 17.6%, including... Oh, no, 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 I've read that wrong. That is joint last with the Captain Joe May bust. OK, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no,
It, it's <laughs> awful. Oh. No, well, uh, it's gone, yeah. The public's <laughs> gone for what the public wants. Um, in second position is the Serious issue 146 with four votes, 23.5%, including me. But my God, people hate those things falling off their stands because of the Bajoran Solar Sailor, Sailor issue. 18 has won with seven, seven votes, uh, 41.2%. So in this one, none of us were winners. <laughs> How? <laughs> Bear it, with me while my brain just... just pro- how i mean about the, the solar sailor okay you know what i mean there were, there were a lot of issues with it and, and ben probably openly admitted that it was like fragile thing it ever made in terms of, you know the nightmare but how has that beaten the fasarius which is just a ball i mean and we talk about cheap but my god I, I, it, again it's a pinch of salt there were how people is it beaten, beaten oh, come on. A, ship, a ship that looks like a, a like a poo. The, the poo no, I, I, honestly, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to put the Janeway bus, the the one that got sent out <laughs> that they had to send back because it was so bad. Because the image that I put on the, the poll, honest to God. I think when I first saw that, I, 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 my soul left my body. It was one of those <laughs> to get something that I mean, the, the whole bus series was the, the one of the biggest mistakes. Open with all the other from them. The issue is with it. I think not many people bought them, which means it was. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, which means that not many people were annoyed about them. Oh. More people bought Bajoran Solar Sailors and they kept falling off the stands, which may be why they're at the top. Yeah, to be fair, it was issue 18, wasn't it? Pointed out. So it was quite early on. So it was when people who were Jamie, buying, buying didn't you point out when we went to Battlebridge, you went, oh, look, Bajoran Solar Sailor, weren't you sort of going, well, that looks quite cool? And I think it's that, yeah, didn't you? I think last time? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And it's that sort of thing. People buying the one ship, the Patron, the Patron Solar Sail, getting it home, and it falling off their stand. They're going, no. So I think that's what's happened. But again, there's a pinch of salt in there where you just have to go. People just pick pick it random. So I suppose I think, you've, more people will have bought the Solar Sailor because it was so early on in the collection. They're still buying every issue. It's quite iconic that a casual Starship fan would go and buy it, and then it would fall off its stand and go. That was a bloody waste of money, and it's kind of lost them forever then. Well, mine's, mine's in two bits. You're still with your poop ship, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we did have poop. I remember yeah. us talking about a poop ship for quite a while when it came out, and I was like, look at this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does look like it's a hanky. But um, I think with that, people look at that and go, well, yeah, that just looks like ship. Right? That's kind of what it looks like in the show. Like, So I think that's why that's down there. I don't know. I think the problem with the with the mail on freighter is the fact the colour scheme in the ship in the show it doesn't look yeah, anything but, like but, that. I mean, they, but, they literally do one But yeah. we're ship geeks. We we would know that. But to the average Starship fan, I'm not sure they would. No. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sense out of the information we've got here. I mean, I get the solar sailor. I mean, my my one is in two bits. My attacking version. Which is the worst ship in the entire game. It's also in two bits because it's as fragile as the big one. So 
I get it. I just does that mean the only one you can actually buy where it will stay 100% intact is the micro machines? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so end up yeah, my flat my... one, one was two bits. And I've never played it. I've never played it. It's gone in the box. I got it because it's one of the expansions. Went in my big box of flat still, and it broke in the box. So it's never actually been played because it just broke. So yeah, it, it's a very interesting topic, and it's just like two Eagle three Eagle Moss fans here, and it's had to come up here, and it's one of the first things you wanted to do, and it's about all right, then we're doing that then. And we, we decided on the Fasarius because I sat there and went, I want all plastic models in there because that's another thing I always complained about. I think the toss-up was between the Fasarius and the... Um, Borg Spear, I think we were talking about. The, no, I think it was the, holograph, the, the holographic ship. From oh, Russia. yes. It's also uh, just two bits of plastic stuff together. <laughs> uh, well, I suppose... You know. the, the probe is as well with a bit of metal shoved in it. Clive, yeah. I realise we're going too in depth for this already. You know yeah, what? I know. I've gone, I know. This, gone this, down this, the rabbit hole. This is, this is, we've we've done this episode several times. This always happens. <laughs> Tiff and Jamie have gone co- have gone into a coma, <laughs> realising <laughs> realising that you and I are about to have this Clive, massive Clive, conversation. I went out and got a takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> and and you've eaten it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went I, and washed my hair. Would one of you two like to move on to the next topic then? Yeah. Yes. Do you want to read out the next one, Tiff? Yeah, I'll go for that. Oh yes. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, we are going on to the next category, which is worse merch worse merchandising. And the yeah. And the nominations are the Hamilton Collection Limited Edition Plates. Then you've got the Loot Crate Star Trek Mission Crate Boxes. You've got the Craft Marshmallow Dispenser Star Trek V The Final Frontier. And you have Jada Jada Toys Metal Minifigs Star Trek Series 5. Sorry, yes, no, Series 5. five. Oh, five series, five. series 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can edit that out afterwards. <laughs> okay. Now, in last place, last place. Now, this is a travesty. Have you got your ball ready, Clive? In last place is yeah, well, the Martin Collection Limited Edition Plates. We've got three votes. Me, Clive, <laughs> and Jamie. That there is a bit of irony with three votes, and I just name it like everyone that voted for it next to it. Yeah. It's in this episode, yeah. <laughs> There's a bit of irony with that one. <laughs> I'm sorry, that no, no. Oh. Okay, in um, third place is the Loot Crate Star Trek Mission Crate Boxes, and that got four votes, including Simon. Because I actually had them. Um, in second... uh, yeah, my in, sympathies, um, I know. Place, <laughs> no, not second place. Second no, no, no. no. Oh no, no, no. Sorry, my bad. Okay, we've got a tie here. Joint winners. The joint winners are the Jada Toys Metal Mini Figs and the Craft Marshmallow Dispenser. And they both got five votes. Twenty nine point four percent joint winners. How? I don't know. How, I don't know. How? 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 <laughs> 
Why didn't the plates win? Oh, come on, look at those plates. They're awful. Absolutely awful. They're shocking. How? At least you can eat the marshmallow. Can I admit something that I always admit? I still want a craft mellow dispenser. I still want one. I, oh, man, we've had this conversation. No, no, if I, no, seriously, dude, please, no, no. Just, I can't. I'm gonna have to hunt down these five people who voted for it. It's quite simple. They're wrong. It's five people. They just. No. <laughs> how is it? How have the plates got beaten by a oh, marshmallow dispenser? Exactly. Oh. I admit the loot crate. I get side. I get side by side voted yeah, for yeah. loot crate because because yeah, yeah. he bought it. <laughs> Soccer. And he bought it. <laughs> Saw you coming. Um, but I just I can't. I can't. At least he didn't buy a plate. Well, yeah, he didn't buy a plate. <laughs> Cy knows that I nearly I had one bought for me and it was so bad. This is this is true. I had one of those plates. It was the Star Trek Four one. It was so bad when it turned up. My grandparents who bought it for me sent it back before they even told me they got it. That was how bad it was. And they're not even Star Trek fans. And they thought it was bad and just oh. sent it. Just returned it. Yeah. So that's genuine stuff. That genuinely happened. So I've I've. I, I've seen, I mean, you, you know, you can you can turn up to any antiques fair or whatever, and you can find one of these plates somewhere. Oh. I I would love to find out why people voted for the marshmallow dispenser. Is it because I'd be it's very intrigued? Like, why? 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 Find out. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I don't know. No. Um, no. I don't get it. It's it's baffling. Interesting. That's a really oddball category. That's not not. Anywhere near, I thought it would come out. No, I, I was convinced taking. I took one look at those places and thought, no, yeah. They still give me nightmares now. I mean, you know, why would? You? <laughs> and I also point out that we also briefly, for a brief moment, because of Jamie's hatred and my mum's hatred, we briefly had Funko Pops up there. Yes, we did. But they yeah. got exchanged for the uh, yeah. metal figs. Because yeah. they were just just as yeah. awful. I think Funko Pop uh, Pop figures, Funko, I hate them with a passion. Um, but I think I spoke to Jamie. Didn't we speak to Jamie about it? And he went, "Yeah, put those metal figs up. They're just as bad." I think, yeah, I did. Yeah. So that kind of went in, and then it quickly yeah. went out again and replaced by that. Uh, yeah. Just just yeah, so you know, just out of interest, because I say this has been through so many revisions that I've lost track. Yeah, but yeah. there's a lot to cover yeah, though. Yeah, and the summer merchandise has been truly horrible, but nothing compares to those plates. <laughs> no, no but, plates all the way. Plates all the we way. Want, but Great. we wanted to avoid um, the um, a Spock helmet thing because it's like everyone does that, like yeah, yeah, generic. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Okay, we'll let you off. Interesting um, choice. Not my. None of us would have picked it, but. No. Should we go on to our, <laughs> I believe it's our final category? Wow. Are we here already? That's right, isn't it, Sai? It's the final one, isn't it? Pretty much, then we've got a yeah. couple of additions on there. Yeah. yeah, I don't think um, my heart can deal with anymore. <laughs> uh, can I read this last one? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 
Uh, so the last one we've got is silliest plot point. And the categories are um, USS Discovery, um, down, crash land and recovery from far from home. Uh, Quark's sex change in profit and lace. DS9, uh, Lumba. Um, Chip's pointless death in these are the voyages and Enterprise. And Neelix's cheese disabling the bioneural gel pack, which turned disables Voyager in learning curve in Voyager. And in last place, with one vote, so 5.9%, it's the Discovery. In third place is Neelix's Cheese, uh, with two votes, 11.8%, including which Simon voted for. And we have a joint winner of Quark, Sex, Change, Profit and Lace, um, <laughs> and Trips, Portless, Death and These of the Voyages, with seven votes, 41.2%. Um, Clive and Tiff voted for uh, the Profit and Lace, and I, I voted for Trips, Pointless, Death. I agree with that. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Uh, uh, it, yeah, it's it's probably it's probably DS9's darkest moment um, yeah, yeah. for me. Um, even before you kind of get into this, you know, the current situation we are and the current sort of thoughts on sexuality and whatever you want to talk about, but they got it so wrong, <laughs> so wrong. Yeah, me, me and we we did um uh, episode about Ferengi recently. Um, we actually did touch upon that episode, how we would actually change it, like how we would alter it and make it better than what they come up with. Because there's, there's a very simple way they could have done it, but they, they, they didn't. But yeah, I just that and just, yeah, I'm not going to go into a rant about Chip's death because Simon's heard it dozens of times, but it speaks for itself, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... So, interesting. It, it's Learning Curve is the only episode we've mentioned twice. It's got oh, two mentions. Oh, it's, it? yeah. it's the only one out of. I mean, we, out of all the episodes we could have picked, Learning Curve is the only one that's got two mentions. <laughs> in this. We had it right at the beginning. We had Learning yeah. Curve as a as a, 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 a um, what do you call them? Word missing. Help me out here, guys. <laughs> I'm oh. thinking of the word. Um, I can't remember it. Guilty oh, pleasure. Oh, oh, guilty pleasure. That's, that's the one. It, yeah. it was guilty pleasure. Yeah. And then and it's here again. The cheese is here again for for this one. But it's saying it's two can, different reasons. I can promise you, I was there cut for both of them because I love that episode. But it's that plot point annoys me no end because you've got like, the most advanced ship ever created, and it's disabled by cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Isn't that yeah. a bit concerning? Like. Yeah. And chips did. You could any number of ways you could have done it, and it's like yeah. Oh. Nice. The, the novels do kind of change how that, that happens. And yeah, thankfully. Kind of, thankfully. kind of sort it out, but yeah. again, it's, it's, you've got to, it's really not good canon. Books, so it's, actually. Really good yes, books, yeah. yeah. How that kind and of progresses is interesting. The thing is, um, Quark Sex Change also won a category in 2016 as well. Oh. What category was that? Uh, which one was that? I did look earlier. But can I find it? <laughs> That's a harder question. Scroll down, scroll down a bit further, a bit further. It's probably category 24 or 28 or something. Yeah, can you yeah, carry on going? Keep going, keep going. Because there's Have one down that? where it's worst uh, outfit. It was Quark's female outfit, but I don't know if that was... Uh, okay. yeah. Yes, yeah. that one, of course. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
remember that category like it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, okay, me too. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> you could have made that up and I wouldn't even remember. <laughs> you could have gone, yeah, this category that you, that you did. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, 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 I think I remember. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, the, the, the discussions we had over that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that yeah. was, was that worst alien? I'm sure. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Worst. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was worst <laughs> aliens, yeah, yeah. It was that one. Yeah. Was that category 36? <laughs> was, that, was, that, was that just before the clocks went back we did that one? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I'm I'm happy I'm happy that the trip one was top. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Because that's just no, it's yeah, but it's it's an equally bad episode, isn't it? So it it kind of you know it's an amalgamation of bad. Yeah, I mean, so being some when we do like stuff with Star Trek and our podcast, we always try and remain objective. But that is one episode I just I struggle to remain objective about. And try and find something good in it because it's just, it's just terrible. <laughs> it probably is my least favorite episode of Star Trek ever. I think. Um, yeah. But yeah. All... Um, but yeah, I, I think I think they're all good category. I think they're all good kind of nominees for that category, and I think all could have been at the top there. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, can I also point out the Discovery Down category is one that Clive was adamant in having in, and I was going, yeah. So it's a bit of a blend of what he wants to put down and what I put into it to try and explain it a bit better than what I got given, so, which was. Yeah, OK, Clive. so so I. If, Disco- if Clive had his way, you just have the ca- a choice where it just says US Discovery down, which didn't really describe any of it. So I kind of had to go in there and kind of go, actually, I'm going to have to explain this somewhat. It's the fact that. We crash all these starships so elegantly in Beyond and in Star Trek Three and in Generations, and then Discovery lands like it's going down on some soft pillows, and it's just amazing. It just takes off again. But every time we've seen any other ship land like that, it's wrecked. It's it. Yeah. Yeah. And Discovery lands, but it's fine. We can take off again. It's all right. And literally, I mean, you look at the landscape it lands in. It's, I mean, we're talking razor blade edge rocks that it hits when it comes down. There is no way that thing's taking off again. It's like, it's like a Titanic hitting three icebergs. I mean, it wasn't, it was no way in hell it was going back up. <laughs> but for some reason, Discovery's like, yeah, absolutely, we can just fly. And that's one of the things for me that that, that moment ruined Discovery for me. And the fact that we could, we could just take off and it was all, it was all perfectly fine. Um, there is that. You, you, to be fair, there's a lot of discovery you could have put in there. You could have put in there the fact that um, one boy is having a small tantrum, stop warp travel. Yes. We could have just put discovery and just had that fair, category yeah. as just discovery on its own, couldn't we? And just and just had no other <laughs> no other no other options. Just no, that. Uh, <laughs> just, just, yeah, discovery. Discovery. <laughs> Did go down that route briefly. I think we went for because I've got quite a few. We had quite a few different choices. So we had another choice of like five different things. We had Dr. Crusher Candle in Sub Rosa. Yes, we did. Discovery yeah. jumping halfway into the mycelial network. Oh, God, that bugged me no end. 
that I described as Discovery Half and Half. Uh, yeah. Losing the Spock's brain. Oh, uh, Jamie, right. you'll love this one. Chakotay's medicine wheel from Carthexis. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, no, 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 no. And um, Spock's cold fusion device, a super ice cube from Into Darkness. Yes, thinking about it, this was, uh, this was one of those categories where we had so many options to kind of get it down to four was quite a challenge to get it down to, to ones that we thought would be interesting to discuss. And we <laughs> also throw out a very similar category, if you recall. Which one was that? Well, science. Yes, we did. Yes. But we had the discussion. It's like, sorry, this is a bit close to that one. We need to get rid of one. And we had this kind of debate and we went, yeah, right, then fine. We'll get rid of one. So yeah. that would have consisted of, and this is where I get onto the thing of everything discovery. We went everything enterprise related in into darkness then clive got very adamant about working pickup truck in the 37th from voyager yes so wound up about that you have no idea <laughs> i can imagine <laughs> it, it, it grinds it grinds with me it grind, i love the episode i love 37s but that just just bugs yeah. me to tears um space worms in realm of fear that was me again wasn't it um and the last one and detachable and the cells from discovery oh god don't no no just no (laughs) no so those were up there and then we had there were three alternate choices in there as well which i don't know whether you want to hear or not or whether we want to move on to something else Actually, I'm kind of curious. Yeah, go on, so I might as well read them out. So the first one says, Enterprise getting caught in Earth's gravity from Into Darkness. And then we just sat there and went, you know what, let's just shove it all in. It's like just Into Darkness as a whole. Because, because I think Clive just sat there and went, you know what, like, you, no, no, you've gone, too, you've gone too focused. What about the water bit? That makes no sense, Simon. So we just went, you know what, just shove it all in there. Um, fl- oh, this this one's mine. To be fair, this one's mine. Flying Voyager between two binary pulsars in the scientific method that annoys me no end. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and breaking the warp ten barrier threshold. Yeah. As I say, I've kept record of every single decision, every single option, suggestions from other people. So Jamie's in there, Neil's in there. Mum's in there when I could work out what she meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was some, weren't there, where your mum would suggest it and we were like, what I, is I, that? I still don't know one of them to this day. I still don't know one of them. That's is that the, the one that that's... you talked to me about? You went, can, yeah. you, can you work out what this I is? I still I don't went, know. I don't I even st- know what that is. Um, I'll try and find that, because I'll, I'll try and... Oh, where is that? It's... Yeah, because we'll read... Cause some days you sit there and go, huh? And then you do a bit of figuring and then you kind of go, oh, yeah, she means that. OK, fine. Yeah. Uh, I, still, there's one that, that you and I have never worked out. Uh, OK, so these are the mum categories and they're here, there and everywhere. But you got to love a mum. So some of them are brilliant. Some of them you sit there and go, what? Huh? Really? OK, so she had best outfit, the Red Angel suit. 
Um, so Michael Burnham's red outfit. Uh, Sangas Crew, Borg Queen, Alice Krieg from First Contact. This is where we might upset quite a few people. Probably Jamie. Silliest prop, Odo's bucket. <laughs> okay, what was wrong with that? Go and ask okay. mum next time you're around. Because I don't know. I don't okay. have a problem. This Fair is mother. Enough. Did you yeah. know? Did you know that um Burnham's red angel suit, it was waterproof for the amount of tears that she sheds. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, worst merchandising. Sorry, that was that was awful. What mum described as Big head figures, and I had to translate into Funko Pops. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> they're meant to character the the character that they're trying to, you know, depict, and there's no facial expression. How the hell are you mean? Unless it says it on the box. How the hell am I meant to know who's who? Um, That's why I cannot stand them. Um, I, I like I like I like my Funkos. I've got some Funkos, not Star Trek ones, but um, yeah. I I imagine they're all wearing the same outfit. Which they would be, as it's a uniform based. Yeah, it, it would get quite difficult to tell. Apart from Riker and Worf, I think you'd be still <laughs> done everything oh, else. Oh, oh they yeah. oh, Angel, Angel One Riker Funko. <laughs> yes, it has to be done. Why has that not been done? Uh, <laughs> has to be done. Has to yeah. be done. I'd actually yeah. buy that because it's so bad. I'd actually buy it. Rather <laughs> you than me. I believe it's being released in the same range as uh, Squark from Profit and Lace. <laughs> doing that one. And, uh, do you a... remember? Oh, do you remember that picture? That kept on. Um, yeah. The um. Do you remember that picture that Rob kept on sending us? Neelix. Oh, Neelix. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> Keeps the wolf from the door. That one. Um, so to speak, yeah, but you can imagine they could do it. They could do a range, couldn't they? They could do um, uh, Riker Angel One, yeah. Quark Prophet and Lace, yeah. uh, Jake Sisko Explorers, yeah. and <laughs> they could do that range. Uh, you know, uh, it'd be yeah. very distinguishable. It would yeah, be I awesome. I think it could work. Yeah. Funko would make it happen. There you, go. Yeah, you need to get on that right now. <laughs> you need to get on it right now. Yeah, make a lot of money out of it. <laughs> uh, what a category! What a category! Uh, I never expected that to kick should, off. Should I continue? Oh, sorry. Yes. Sorry, sorry. I'm about halfway through. Um, Kess Award for most overacting. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Why have you not got your mum on an episode yet? Why is she not on an episode? This would just you, you cut this she gold. has been. She's been on one. Yeah. She? Yeah. Oh yeah, because I must have not listened to that one. Why, why, why are we not getting her on? Why are you not get her on to discuss this stuff? She's <laughs> she's quite crazy. shy. Oh, you got to get her on. Um, got to get her on again. I'll go back to one that I still don't know what it is. That Jamie and Clive don't know. Um, worst episode: transporting Irish people to new planet, which translates to up the long ladder. And this made me laugh. This one when I worked it out. Worst outfit, all Star Trek the original series, especially Dinosaur. Especially <laughs> Dinosaur. I remember that one. I remember you telling me that one. I was like, oh, that's brilliant. The, 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 the funny thing is, up the long ladder, of course, if Tiff remembers this, was actually one of our chat line ones. Oh, really? Because it's the, yeah, it's the... Um, you work your way up. Riker one. It's another Riker one. Yeah. yeah. You work your way up. 
just anything that Star Trek does with with our, with the Irish community, for me, yeah. they just it, disrespect it. So it is just shocking. It really is absolutely shocking. It's oh goodness, you, I, I don't think you could get away with doing that today. I think you'd no. be you'd be yeah. There'd be so many people being triggered. (laughs) That made me laugh when that came through. Mum's just put, especially dinosaur. And I'm going, dinosaur? What dinosaur? Oh, right. She means the Gorn from Arena. Okay, right. Fine. I get that now. Um, (laughs) One that was interesting, but didn't count because it it isn't in a category when you think about it. Worst use of CGI. Star Trek original series, baby-faced alien. From the Corbinite Maneuver. And you sit oh. there going, Mum, no, that was a baby, and they that's Kent Howard, and they dubbed the adult voice over it. Oh, so I discounted that one. It's not even CGI. And, I know, that's what makes me laugh. And this is the one, to this day, I, and I got given this, what, how many months ago? It's probably, what, two months ago, three months ago? Some, something crazy like that. This arrived on my table. Worst science green bubbly thing probably star trek the original series i have no idea what that means <laughs> green bubbly thing yeah if anyone <laughs> knows what mum means and i still i ain't got a clue so yes <laughs> insights through to my mother to all of you <clears throat> but if you can work out what green bubbly thing probably in star trek the original series is Please enlighten me, because I say, I don't know. I've never known. And In five years, we're going to have a category, which is the Simon's Mum Award. And <laughs> yeah. it'll be just random things that she said. And we just kind of pick one of them. as, <laughs> And that's the one that wins, because some of them are classics. <laughs> that reminds me, when you first asked me, I also proposed a Clive... Um, Oh, what did I call it? A Clive. Um... Oh, do you remember what it, it was? was? Basically, it was basically an award to make sure that I won something at some point that I agreed with and didn't have that... a straw. <laughs> the tantrum award. Um, <laughs> I called yes. it um, the Rig Clive <laughs> Answers category. That was the one. <laughs> so what I was proposing to Clive, and Clive immediately went, "No, that's not happening ever." <laughs> Is you'd have I'd go back listen to all the things where he wanted it to win, and you'd just get this thing. The last question where it just been something, not even with a category thing. It's just some random nonsense at the top, and it'd just be these set of answers, where one answer that he didn't win last time he wanted to win would actually win this time because it, because no one else would know that apart from well probably me or well probably me really, but. <laughs> Clive, like. I wouldn't remember. <laughs> I wouldn't even remember myself. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, man. brilliant. No, you know what? Good set of answers though. Overall. Yeah. Good set. Yeah. Good but, set of um, yeah. Um. There's a couple of additional things as well you mentioned, didn't you, Si? Yes. Yeah, do you want to do the first extra, the happiness one? Oh me? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Um. So this one <laughs> is a current happiness level with the Star Trek franchise. Uh, category or whatever you want to call it uh so we've got um so the what's say nominees but the choices are really unhappy unhappy neutral happy or really happy so really happy got zero votes zero percent unhappy got two votes 11.8 percent 
Neutral got four votes, 23.5%, which included um, Simon. Uh, I've read these out of order, but never mind. Really Happy got three votes, 17.6%. And the winner was Happy with eight votes, 47.1%, which includes me, Clive and Tiff. I put middle this, of the road. I put this in here because I thought there's no point asking all these questions without gauging where actually people are with the franchise, where we are on the happiness scale, considering all the crap we've had to deal with in the last, what, two years, whatever it's been. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the kind of the fiasco with Showmasters, the whole crapness with Paramount Plus that is slowly coming out in Europe. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So it's, it's kind of people are kind of OK with it at the moment, basically. And then. And then you've got to counter it with, you know, the the brilliance that is Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks. So it's interesting that people are still falling on the side of, yeah, I'm still quite happy with it. I, I just put Strange New Worlds came out, then um, I think people were like, oh, okay, yeah. Especially after Discovery. <laughs> Look, I've got a problem with Discovery, but <laughs> <laughs> again, it's one of those questions that if you'd have asked before. Strange New Worlds came out, I reckon yeah. you'd have had it lower. Mm. It would have been. Mm. Because I, just I think put... people enjoy because it's not Strange New Worlds. No. 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 I just not. felt for me that the good counted out the worst. So I had to go down the middle. Because mm. for all the good that we've got recently, it's the fact that we're not, you know, we're not going to meet up until the next convention, which we don't know when that's going to be in Europe. No. Which is yeah. really sad. And then the whole crap with the, you know, awful Paramount Plus uh, rollout and that fact that was pretty dire when it first came out. Just like, really? Like, kind of puts the damper on all the brilliant things they have done recently. That's a fair point. Yeah, that makes sense. I agree. <laughs> I honestly agree. It's yeah, there's there's so much going on at the moment and there's so much, you know, stuff that's not happened and there's so many things that, that could happen and things that get cancelled and you know, you look at um the amount of conventions that have got axed and things like that and you kind of wonder where the franchise is from a fan perspective. I mean they're pumping out so much content, it's ridiculous. But yeah, the other side of it, they're having trouble basically getting numbers for conventions at the moment and events. Mm. So it's 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 interesting because I think a lot of people, uh, I know this, this has been the case with some of the events in the UK, people are waiting almost until the last minute to buy tickets because they're not convinced that these events are going to happen. Yeah. And the problem is because people aren't buying the tickets and they're waiting until the last minute, the events aren't happening. So there's kind of vicious circle of, you know, events aren't happening because people aren't buying tickets, but people aren't buying tickets because they don't know the events are going to run. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't I don't think it's necessarily confined to just Trek. I think it's it's a, a uh, something that's that's right across the board. Mm. Um, I think whatever kind of franchise or genre or event you're into or whatever you you kind of into, people are very cautious about spending money on events. Um, but yeah. I think from a Trek perspective, it's the you see we've seen. On the, on the forums how much trouble Showmaster's cause is trying to get a refund um, and you know the amount of people who have who book tickets and events things and then they go oh actually we're gonna 
well, you know, this guest isn't ever, isn't coming. So what we'll do is we'll save your ticket for the time they do come, which will be, you know, the convention after next and whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's, and I think that's kind of tarnished it slightly. That's affected how people buy their tickets and and because they don't want to get, you know, they, they want to know that that guest is going to be there before they're going to commit because they know that getting anything back or is, is going to be such a difficult process. Sorry. Um, I think you said there was a there's a there's a some a few comments as well that we've got as yeah. well, didn't you, Sai? Yeah. Uh, is it okay for me to read out? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. And then I just thought, you know what? There's always someone that sits there and goes, you know what? You missed out my favourite choices. The kind of tiff in there where it's like, yeah, actually, you missed out that choice. So I gave people the chance to answer and say, you forgot this thing. Uh, and we got quite some responses, and some of them were amazing. Um, I must admit, I answered it and I put non-applicable because I got confused in my own poll. Yeah, it's it's true though. I, I did. I, I got right to the bottom. Can I just flash back here because about three and a half hours ago when we started this. You complained that I couldn't remember categories from five years ago, 25 categories from five years ago. You can't even remember what you put on a spreadsheet. <laughs> for this. Just, just anyway. No, just it's the fact fun. that I for, I've, I completely forgot the fact that it, you didn't have to do oh. it, but I, I forgot. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, I put my hands up and go, yeah, I've, I got confused. Um. <laughs> So Neil, uh, honourable member, simply put, best Star Trek game was the VHS board game. Oh, I remember that. The interactive board game, next gen one. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was what something that we thought about, but we put in. I think it was one of those kinds. Of, it was very much a brief conversation on that one. Yeah, because who plays it now? Who can yeah, play it now? Yeah, just play it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna work a bit oddly because we've got a couple of comments from the Trekmate boys, but they are kind of chalk and cheese in terms of their depth. So I'm actually going to Sven's from Geekology, who said, "Need more animated Trek as Lower Decks and Prodigy work so well. Maybe a next gen style family show." Interesting. Um, then. Wayne uh, from Trekmate put serious plot points should be all of Discovery. <laughs> the classic Wayne. I like Wayne. Wayne, yes. that is. We could, <laughs> Wayne, I Wayne think I said, stuff, yeah. we could have just put Discovery down for a lot of these categories. <laughs> yeah. And then Jude went left field. So we got that comment from Wayne. And then you go, bloody hell, I didn't expect that from Jude. So Jude put, I will always be happy slash proud to be call myself a fan of Star Trek. And having it to be part of all our lives is something I will forever be grateful for. In recent years, I feel like due to mismanagement, the franchise in general has taken a large nosedive and that the people in charge haven't given the fans respect and high level of storytelling from years gone by that we deserve. However, there is always hope and I feel that Strange New Worlds was slash is validation of that recently. It's a very astute comment. Yeah. Nice. And I think 
I think I think Jude is absolutely correct. I completely agree. Yeah. I think he's bang on. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I thought that was a nice way of ending it. Just kind of a nice way to kind of yeah. interesting comment, interesting thing to kind of think about. Interesting where, we're, interesting where we're going to be in the next five years. All these shows in development. Oh. Well, yeah, section thirty-one and things like that. that, that <laughs> <we> may, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that we may or may not see at some point. Um, you know, you've got to think section thirty-one was probably going to be the show that got booted by Strange New Worlds coming in. Uh, we'd have seen section thirty-one if Strange New, if if season two of Discovery hadn't kicked off the way that it did. Uh, and the love that there was for Pike and a, a Pike series. So, yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, I'm a, my son's decided he wants to make me a drink, but I've already got one. Um, you, can, you can have that one, mate. <laughs> you can have that one, yeah. Do you want me to, he's 10, so if I top it up with some rum, he'll be fine, won't he? Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's, that's fine. normal. <laughs> yes, that's, that's absolutely fine, yeah, of course, yeah. There's some cigarettes as well. Um, <laughs> you should knock yourself out. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Cheers, mate. Attack. Um, and, uh, yeah, bad parenting. Um, yeah, he's just, just taking the bottle of rum with him to bed. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. Um, yeah, no, no, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting where, we, you know, if we did this in five, you know, we, things have obviously changed from the, when we did it five years ago. We didn't have Discovery. We didn't yeah. have all the kind of new shows that we've got. So it's interesting that we've... So there's such a good spread of, of categories and there's such a good spread of, the, of stories and episodes that we really kind of, let's say, we've covered as much as we could and give, given everything at least something to be yeah. discussed at least at least once. Um, but, yeah, I think that's a – hopefully that's been a an interesting insight into some people's minds who built the categories and then some people who kind of voted for it as well. It's interesting some of the results we got in there. Yeah. Some of them were, you know – yeah. Happy. What? What? More than one of yours won, Clive. What? Sorry. More than one of yours won. Yeah, it's a change. Um, <laughs> it makes it <laughs> at least a couple of them got you know what I like to think is good recognition this time. But mm-hmm. Seth, what are your thoughts? I mean, going you know, we, it's five five well, bit years since we did it before. It, yeah, it has. It's been a long time, hasn't it? I think because we were so thorough last time, we had so many different categories. We had the best category, we had the worst category. We kept it fairly sort of, um, sort of, I suppose, vanilla in in our in our sort of our categories. Um, we kept it fairly basic. Um, and I suppose one thing I was curious about, to be instance, is because some of the categories that were chosen, they were they were. I looked at them and I remember thinking at the time, ooh. It's not something I would have done before. I mean, it'd be really be interesting to see exactly how people feel about that and how they vote that way, because it's not an obvious answer to some of them. You look at them and you think, OK, I could go this way or I could go this way. Um, and seeing how and, and as you said about seeing how the, the franchise has developed, especially with the animated series, when we did the um, when we did the show all those years ago, we were so limited really in our choices and the cat and the sort of like the things we could actually put in. Whereas now there's there's more games, um, there's the there's the sort of the new shows. You've got the animated stuff. Um, you've got all the as we were talking about earlier, all the Easter eggs and stuff in the shows, which are relating back to other episodes from the earlier seasons. And it's it's um it's I think it's a really really fresh new approach 
Yeah. And I think that's I think that's why I kind of uh, I'm really pleased with the way Star Wars is going. Because Star Wars. It seems to be. Star, oh God, it's been Off. a long day. Off. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really I'm really pleased with the way Star Trek is going. Um, because with the new animated aspects of it, and when I first heard they were doing animated stuff, I was like, ooh. But then when you watch it, it's, it's, you, you're invested. You get highly invested and highly motivated. And you look at this and you think, actually, this is a really good modern way of actually doing it, of approaching the franchise as a whole, rather than just having it on one sort of forum. And I know they're doing it. The variety is much better than it was in the nights. And we we talked about this on on previous engaged podcasts. I know we've discussed this about the fact that the variety now is much better, you know, there is a series kind of for everybody. So some people like yeah. Picard, who won't like Lower Decks, or like somebody who like Lower Decks who won't like Prodigy, some people like Prodigy who won't, who, you know, won't like Discovery. Sorry, everybody doesn't like Discovery. Um, yeah. Yeah, no one likes Discovery. No, no one likes Discovery now. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's so much more to it. It's interesting, I don't know how many, I know we kind of try to get a good spread across, and this is probably one of those things that you can't kind of say, oh, well, you know, there's more. I mean, how many of the categories were won by shows that aren't Kurtzman era? Would be interesting. What kind of percentage of those were, you know, were more categories won by sort of the 90s stuff than, mm. you know, but then I guess because we didn't include every category, didn't have an option from every series. You can't really kind of gauge it, I suppose, but I would not, you know. But I suppose things like, you know, the Master System display where you're talking about Easter eggs and things like that, I suppose, you know, that shows that, that probably there is more love for that that kind of 90 stuff than there is that size of my washing machine. Um, that's my washing machine, just, you know, letting me know that it's been done. And, and to be honest with you, the length of the jingle on that, it, it would probably cry <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, I know. Sorry. I, I, We've I'm, got the same one. So sorry. So sorry. <laughs> Um, it's it takes so long to go through that that you know you could have taken it out and ironed it by the time it finished that jingle. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it, I don't know. There's probably more love and more more respect for the stuff from the 90s and the 60s than there is for the kind of new stuff. But you know, variety is the spice of life, I suppose. It's got more of a history tone to it. There's there's a nostalgic value as well to the older stuff as well, yeah. and. The new stuff, it's it's very fresh, it's very modern, um, but it doesn't have its legs yet. Um, whereas the old stuff, it's we grew up with it. We grew up with it, we watched it, we're familiar with it. It's it's part of our lives and a part of our childhoods, for a lot of people anyway. Um, so the new stuff, it doesn't necessarily mean it's not as good, it just means it, it doesn't have that... Um, I've got used to work to. It now. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's like any franchise, really. I mean, you've only got to look at sort of, for instance, Doctor Who. You still get people who, although they like the new Doctor Who, they still crave that early one because it's a, what it brings. What it brings back to them, what it means to them, the memories that they have and associate with it. And it's the same with Trek. It just needs yeah. to. It needs to be able to sort of like get a little bit further on. But I suppose if you if you, you know, if you got four people together in. 25 years to do this who grew up with the Kurtzman stuff yeah their view on it will be very very different to what ours is now 
Oh, completely. So theirs would probably be very much focused on that era, and you know, the, the the classic stuff would be something else. It would be kind of that was not our trek. And yeah. it's the same with Doctor Who when you're saying with Star with Star Wars. If you look at that and the stuff that's on on Disney Plus now, yeah, um, you're gonna have that new generation, aren't you? That's gonna, you know, when they do their podcast in 20, 25 years time, and they're listening back to this, as I'm sure yeah. they will. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Um, yeah. You know. They'll, they'll look back and kind of think that the Kurtzman era will be their era and, and what they've enjoyed and what they've grown up with. Of course, yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 generational. Um, it's nice that it's back. It's nice that there is the variety, I think. And that, that's one of the things I would say is, is one of the great strengths of this era yes. is the variety. Yes, it uh, is. Absolutely. You know, we all don't agree on the best series. We all don't agree on the best character. There yes. is so much difference in there. Whereas with the 90s, you kind of went, that's a great character but yeah. everybody agreed they were the same best characters through this each of the series probably because yeah. they were all so similar um yeah. whereas now you've kind of got your people who go i love lower decks because of this this and this and i love picard because of, of that element to it yeah, yeah no it's it's great and it's just nice to kind of do this five years later and kind of go and look back at the stuff we've done with scost and 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 just kind of go wow how far we've come yeah. in the franchise in half a decade. Yeah, I mean, I suppose what I love about it as well is that it hasn't deviated too much. It still has a societal reflection as well. Mm. The episodes, you can still see are very much of their time. Um, and I, I like that about um, Star Trek. It, it, When you're watching it, you're very sort of aware of how society was, how yeah. things were, how people were, how people were treated. And it's the same now. Although the Star Trek itself is different, very fresh, very modern, it still reflects society as a whole. Mm. Um, and I, I like that reflection throughout all the different series. As you can see, as time's moved on, as we become sort of into a more modern era, I like that whole reflection on society and how it reflects and shows us for what we are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Totally. Mm. Wow. Yeah, so um, I think that's it. Unless there's anything else anyone wants to say. <laughs> The perfect way to end. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect way to end. I couldn't have put it any better. Um, no, it's been. I, I, I just just say thank you guys. Um, you know, it's it's been great to do sort of ten years of right now at Trek, um, and ten years to kind of know you guys as well. You've been involved with this tonight, and and just just hopefully you know I can continue and you'll know, have me back on at some point if I don't bore you to tears and. You know, in about 10 years yeah. No, yeah in about 10 years <laughs> <laughs> that's when the, that's yeah. when the censoring ends but no it's been it's been really good and and thank you for for letting us come and take over this for one episode and do his voting yes, and thank you do thank the you again ah oh, it's been the one that everybody's kind of wanted us to do it's really fun and great having you both on and yeah clive you're kind of neglecting the fact that i know beginning of next year you're going to bug me around next project so we'll be back at this we'll be back on here chatting about the next project yeah project two which we'll discuss as whether project two is going to be project two or it's going to be project three that's going to become project two when i'm not sure at the moment welcome to my life tiff i'm sure you're familiar <laughs> with it i'm gonna be i've got this great idea no clive no let's just let's just get this one done first and then we'll look at project, I, I can project take this one off soon. now thank god so we're one down one for four i think I now yeah yeah it's been a successful one i really enjoyed it um, no, it's been what great you don't it. realize tiff is they get more harder as you go up so th in terms of clive this is relatively easy which you might be surprised about this is the easy one really 
Yeah, yeah, this is the easy I one. But the next one is the next one is the, the next one is the next one's going to need a group effort. If it's the one that you're thinking, if it's the if it's the one that begins with the letter Q, that's going to be the challenging one. I can de- I can safely say that when that comes along, I will not be available at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. That that's going to be the challenging one. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see which one comes first. But yeah, no, it's been it's been great. Honestly, it's been so really good. Really I've good. got my hobby hobby security kind of secured for the next say. Was it? Was I say earlier? Like three years. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, we hope you guys <laughs> have been enjoy have enjoyed listening to this episode. Um, and yeah, thank you, Clive and Tiff, for for joining <laughs> us. And yeah, it's been fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been it's been it's been fun. Uh, yeah, it's been good. It's been emotional. It has been emotional. It's been emotional. You got through it, Clive. You you fine. You stress you didn't need your stress ball. It's good. It's good. No, thank you very much, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Incoming transmission. Okay, well that's not quite the end. Um because I didn't mention that I am still wearing a pin and it's the Picard family crest, first of all. But that's not the most exciting thing that we've received recently. Because obviously it was Clive's uh 10th anniversary. But obviously it was our 200th celebration episode recently. Yeah. And if you remember when we were chatting to Neil, I mentioned about the secret that Jamie hadn't known about. Hmm. Do you want to talk about that a bit more? Yeah. So basically Simon mentioned in the episode that he had tried to get in contact with Phil, asking him to record a little message for us about us reaching our 200th episode. Um, by the time, obviously, we recorded that, it, Phil hadn't contacted us. But I think it was just after, is it part one that we'd released and we'd recorded part two, Phil sent us an email. Lovely surprise. Um, And he'd actually recorded a little message for us. Yeah, so we wanted to include it before Christmas, but we didn't feel it was appropriate to add it to Absent Friends for obvious reasons. Uh, Yearbook's pretty much done by the time that done it because because of the timey why maybe we've done it out of order this year because of reasons and mm. um, we could have put it in the first episode next year but we kind of felt that was too late yeah so we thought this would be a this would be the perfect one to do basically and a wonderful mm. way of ending the episode so yeah we're gonna end it here and say thank you for listening to all of that um celebratory thing of Clive's thing and end it how I kind of wanted to do it and somehow I pulled it off um, by hearing from Phil. Yeah, and just want to say thank you very much, Phil, for taking the time to record that message for us. We really appreciate it. Hello, listeners. This is Phil. I just wanted to wish the Engage podcast congratulations on their 200th episode. Keep it going, Simon and Jamie. Keep it going. Live long and prosper.